0: I saw this guy interviewing Bryce Young at training camp the other day in Spartanburg. Chris McClain, Mac from Mac and Bone WFNZ in the morning in Charlotte. Uh, first thing that jumped out to me was you and uh, you and Bryce Young look alike. You're about the same size. I think that's where the similarities start. I think I'm way fatter,
1: I'm way older, and I'm way dumber than Bryce. And oh. I'm not as nice as him either.
0: Oh, it's it's probably pretty close, uh my to be perfectly honest. All right, so uh your impressions of what you have seen from Bryce Young and then we'll talk about uh what we hope to see tomorrow in the four o'clock friendly. Man, I you know, I- Bryce Young's my favorite
1: subject right now. I mean, it's right up there with Raven about my children. Um, uh, it, it's just, it's exciting, man. You know, Adam, it has been quarterback purgatory here yeah. the last five years or so, ever since the last time we had healthy Cam, you know, right. and the shoulder injury obviously did that in. But, man, we've been waiting for this moment to get our guy. I love the fact they moved up to get them and then to see them in camp i mean i think you're seeing a lot of the things i mean it is training camp take it for what it's worth but you're seeing a lot of those things that you thought you would see you know that ability to kind of maneuver in the pocket um that pocket awareness and mobility to just kind of let me you know maneuver a step or two over here and and find a throwing window let me escape and see if i can find something downfield i love the way you spread the ball around it's you know Frank Reich says this is by design. You know, he's a different guy every practice that looks like they're number one each day. And I like the way they're doing that. And it's the way he handles himself. I mean, it's essential casting for the way you want a quarterback and, and, it's, and your franchise kind of CEO to handle himself. I mean, he just, every answer, it's like, man, you just gave the perfect answer. And we may get a little bored with him over the years. Yes. Because they're like the perfect right answer. He won't say anything wrong. But he just seems so wise beyond his years, and then you hear the stuff too, Adam, about the study habits and the processing skills, and just how smart he is. I mean, the Peter King story that he heard about how first week of training camp, he goes into the coaching staff and he's like, "I got some ideas on some protections here," and Peter King is like, "You know, people are telling me that this is ridiculous. That veteran quarterbacks <laughs> often don't even try to have input on protections. And this kid's in his first camp trying to come up with ideas. So it's just, I'm just so excited and and uh." I'm excited to see uh, what happens. It it should be a fun
0: ride. Yeah, I I don't think Sam Darnold did that in his first year with the – I don't believe (laughs) Sam Darnold. Uh, He he probably know what protections are. Uh, Chris McLean, WFNZ, Mac and Bone in the mornings. All right, so how much do you expect? I know Frank Reich's not sure. My guess is two series tonight, or uh, rather tomorrow in the friendly? yeah
1: that's what i'm uh, I'm thinking two – yeah two. and if they drive down and say it's a you know seventy yard drive and they go down and get a touchdown right away, maybe that's it yeah or I'm kind of one of those deals if he wants to see more in a second series, first series wasn't great, I could see that um uh but yeah i think you're I think you're on the money uh and Frank Reich did did indicate. That you know he really wants to play starters in the preseason. I mean, obviously Miles Sanders got the groin injury. Yeah. Maybe someone like Louvu or, or, or Chennault; those guys have had nicks lately. Maybe they don't play, but it does seem like we're going to see a good bit of the starters. Um, so at least maybe we get a quarter or close to a quarter of of entertainment tomorrow. Hopefully.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you just see. Here's the thing. It's football. It will be entertaining to a lot of people regardless. As long as the Panthers' uniforms are out there, because that's how I talked about the Hall of Fame game, Jets' uniforms versus the Browns' uniforms. Nobody cares about the players who are playing. We won't see Aaron Rodgers play uh, tomorrow in the friendly. I'd be stunned if we see Aaron at all during the preseason. Uh, Those joint practices really kind of give an idea of where teams are anyway. Um, so, what did you see from those joint practice? That joint practice, because the second day was uh, was rained out. Uh, but I think all four quarterbacks that played had a little bit of struggles. But Bryce Young left the best impression at the end.
1: Yeah, they they really. It felt like a pretty even practice. Like there was give and take. Um, whereas in some of these joint practices, like there have been, you know, the media kind of proclaims a definitive winner. This one didn't feel to me that way, and I don't think anybody else that covered it really, you know, thought that. Um, I was watching the Panthers' defense a bunch, and Aaron Rodgers did hit a couple of deep balls or a couple of busted coverages by the first-team secondary. But then after that, all of a sudden, Brian Burns started getting these Mm -hmm. kind of, you know, like would-be sacks on Rodgers. Given their tackles fits, and at the end of practice, Rogers and Sala were calling out the tackles. So, you know, Burns and company did their work there <laughs> a little bit too. In the two-minute drill, Bryce went down. They got a field goal. That first-team defense got Rodgers three and out off the field, and even the second-team uh, offense went down. And the you know this this kicker that you know Matthew Wright, this dude that's just here until Pinheiro gets healthy again, um, he, he missed that field goal. But And then the second-team defense, uh, Grugier Hill, got an interception. So mm-hmm. they won the two-minute drill, but there were good moments for the Jets, too. The Jets should be a pretty darn good team. So, I mean, I kind of liked what I saw out of the Panthers. You know, take it for what it's worth, but it felt like it was a pretty even practice.
0: All right, so now I'm going to ask you, as we continue talking football with Chris McLean, Mac from Mac and Bone in the Morning on WFNZ in Charlotte. Charlotte FC is at Inter-Miami tonight. At 8.30. Now, because there's no conflict in the schedule, you can watch both. But uh, give me your level of excitement for this match tonight.
1: I'm pumped, man. I'm pumped. I know you're a soccer guy. I'm a soccer guy, too. If you want to talk Man City Burnley at 3 p.m., I'm I'm fired up for that one, too, brother. I'm ready to go. Uh, This this messy thing, I mean, this is obviously a mammoth deal. I mean, and and I got to tell you, Adam, like, I thought... Yeah, we could see Messi play, you know, uh, Charlotte be in the MLS at some point. But I thought we might be talking three more years down the road. You know what I mean? Where Mm -hmm. he kind of is close to walking off into the sunset and gets to live in Miami. The fact that he is in this league and in this league's Cup tournament tearing it up. um, And and he's just months removed from being, you know, maybe the best player in the damn damn World Cup. Right. I mean, it's unbelievable. Um, It's a bit scary. You know, for the for a Charlotte defense that in MLS play has been the worst in terms of goals allowed, and they've had a lot of injuries back there. They are getting Tui Loma back on the, on the uh, back line. But Nathan Byrne, who's been amazing defensively in this League's Cup run, he's accumulated too many yellow cards he's not going to play. So that's huh. a bit of a problem. I mean, I, I would lean towards Miami winning this game, but I don't think – like I hear some people think Charlotte's going to get embarrassed. I don't know. I kind of feel like they're confident. I feel like the morale's up. I, I – I kind of feel like it could be competitive tonight. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. I mean, is, it, is this – and I have noticed, Adam, that this has registered because I'm sure you know how it is. Like, when we talk Charlotte FC, even here in Charlotte, there's a group of people that are all into it. But then you get a lot of snark. Too. Oh, well, why are we waste time? time? Let's talk about a real sport. I did notice today a ton of people, hey, how do I get to watch this game? And it's on Apple. And, and you know, people people are intrigued by this. And this is the first of three matches against Messi because, mm-hmm. of course, you got two league matches home and road against them coming up. I mean, does this register at all? I know there's a ton of soccer fans there. Does this register at all though with your folks?
0: Here's here's the thing is that I can only gauge through social media. And I think what as you said, there's there are people who will never accept that it's a big deal because it's just soccer. And there are people who are really into it. You know this Charlotte is a big soccer area the triangle and the triad huge soccer areas soccer as a as a youth sport with all of the major clubs in the state of North Carolina might be as big as it is anywhere in the country because yeah. i mean there's just so much activity at the youth level at the development level that i think it's a big deal but Hey, if people want to hold look, when when I first moved here 25 years ago, I was told the Canes wouldn't make it. The Canes would leave. <laughs> it just it's it takes a little bit of time for some people to recognize what's real. And I think I think the sport is real. Is it as big as the four major U.S. sports? No, but it's growing and it'll continue to grow. And maybe one day it will be. Uh, but I think when the best maybe that's ever done it. Is still doing it at a high level and enjoying himself because that's what I keep thinking every time I watch him and I've watched a bunch of what he has done already. Uh, I mean, he just looks like he's having a blast and oh, he is. And why? So let me let me enjoy his joy. And I mean, I I'm one of my wagers today will be a messy brace tonight.
1: Oh, damn. That hurts. That hurts me deeply. (laughs) By the way, I want to tell you, Adam, I have been enjoying him put on the show in this League's Cup, like what he's done to the MLS and turning this Miami team around, who, by the way, worst record in the league – in League play, and he comes and they're holding his team. Obviously, he's got Jordy Alba yeah. and Busquets with him. But I'm telling you tonight, though, Adam, the fu- the messy fun will stop for me. At some point, <laughs> he'll get one of these BS calls like he's Tom Brady, right? And the way they've been treating him, the refs, and I will lose my mind because it's finally against my club. I will probably lose it tonight. I'm here
0: for it. I'm, 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 I'm oh, 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 yeah, no, that's a foul. That's a foul. Free kick. Free kick from outside the 18. That's a goal. Exactly. Easy. An easy goal. They. Here's my my strategy for FC tonight. Uh, play three keepers.
1: <laughs> I'm here for it, man. Yeah. That's a new one, but I'm here for it.
0: Yeah, I don't think you can do that, but there uh, you go. Uh, Chris McClain, WFNZ, Mac and Bone in the morning in Charlotte. I appreciate your time, man. Enjoy tonight. Enjoy the friendly tomorrow, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, man. Be good.